Guy Montag is a fireman. But unlike the regular fireman that puts out fire, Montag is a fireman that burns the possessions of those found with illegal books. One day after work, Montag meets his neighbor Clarice McClellan, a teenage girl. On Montag's way home, Montag is impressed by Clarice's free-thinking and orthodox personality during their conversation, and begins questioning his monotonous life. Montag arrives home and discovers that his wife, Mildred Montag, has overdosed on sleeping pills. Montag calls the emergency hospital, and two operators arrive to perform a blood transfusion. The next day, Mildred wakes up with no memory of the overdose, believing that she had a wild party. Over the next couple days, Montag continues meeting with Clarice. She tells Montag that she is forced to go to therapy for her unusual behavior and thoughts, and that she thinks Montag is a unique fireman, as he is the only fireman willing to listen to her. Some days later, Clarice suddenly disappeared, which made Montag upset. Later at work, Montag and the other firemen are sent to an old lady's house to destroy illegal books, and Montag steals a book before other firemen notice. The old lady refuses to leave her house and burns herself alive. Montag returns home and hides the book under his pillow. Montag then learns from Mildred that Clarice died in a car accident four days ago. Montag had an uneasy sleep that night. The next morning, Montag wakes up ill and suggests that maybe he should take a break from being a fireman after the scene at the old lady's house. But Mildred strongly opposes it over the fear of Montag losing his job and subsequently their house. Soon, Montag's fire chief, Captain Beatty, comes to Mon Montag's house to see how he's doing. In their conversation, Montag learns from Beatty the origin of the book burning policy. Technological advancement over the past centuries have made the exchange of information near effortless, resulting in an overload of information. Subsequently, books are gradually fragmented to adapt to the people's shortened attention span. Minorities protest about the controversial content in books. Meanwhile, houses switched switch to fireproof materials, so firemen became unnecessary. The government therefore authorized the firemen to a new role, burning books, to prevent the ideas in books disrupting social order and making people unhappy. At the end of their conversation, Montag learns from him that if a fireman has a book, he can keep it for 24 hours before burning it, or other firemen will burn the book for him. After Beatty leaves, Montag reveals to Mildred that he has been secretly keeping books in the air-conditioning ducts in their ceiling. Mildred panics and rushes to burn the books at the kitchen incinerator. Montag stops her and convinces her that they should try reading the books, and if the books really are what the government says to be, he will burn them and no one would know. The afternoon is spent reading. Mildred remains disengaged and questions why they should read. Montag then rants about Mildred's suicide attempt, the old lady who burned herself, the disappearance of Claire C, and the threat of war that most people are unaware of. Montag suggests that the knowledge in books can save society from its self-destruction. As Montag continues, a call from Mildred's friend, Anne, interrupts their conversation. Montag secretly decides that Mildred's a lost cause, and he needs someone to help guide him read. 
Montag soon recalls that he has met an old English professor named Faber at a park a year ago, who seems to be keeping books. Montag then takes a subway ride alongside a Bible, and arrives at Faber's house. He asks Faber to be his teacher and guide him on his search of knowledge. Faber, being an extremely cautious person, was initially relaxing, but after Montag starts to destroy a Bible, a horrified Faber agrees to help and gives Montag an earpiece to keep him to keep them in contact. Montag returns home to Mildred and her friend's party. Frustrated by their indifference to everything but shallow entertainment, Montag turns off the TV walls, brings out a book of poetry, and starts reading it aloud in front of the guests. Mildred tells her friend that this is an annual event for firemen so everyone can be reminded of how terrible books are. Afterwards, the guests insist that books only make people sad and are worthless. Montag decides that they're all lost causes and drives the guests out. Later that night, Faber urges Montag to burn a poetry book to avoid arrest, but Montag refuses and buries his book collection by the Bible to return to beauty. The next day, Montag takes the Bible to the firehouse and hands it to Betty. Betty tells Montag that he was once a book lover, but he realized that knowledge and books are good for nothing. A call comes in and a fireman climbs into the fire truck. The fire truck races on the roads and eventually stops by a building, a building that Montag knows too well, his house. Betty reveals that Mildred and her friends have reported Montag and orders Montag to burn down his own house. Montag does as ordered. However, Betty discovers Montag's earpiece and plans to investigate Faber. Montag friends Betty with the fire hose, and after Betty taunts him, he burns Betty to death and knocks out his fellow fireman. However, the mechanical hound attacks Montag and injects tranquilizer into his leg before he manages to destroy it. As Montag limps away from the scene, he realizes that Betty has wanted to die and has purposely set up the scene for Montag to kill him. On the way to Faber's house, Montag learns that war has been declared. At Faber's house, Faber urges Montag to join Drifters, a group of exiled book lovers. Montag manages to escape and meets with the Drifters, led by a man named Granger. Granger tells Montag that the authorities will use a scapegoat to save their face. Soon, they see on TV that an innocent man has been arrested and killed as Montag. Granger explains that the Drifters are a group of former intellectuals who have each memorized the book to safely store the knowledge. As Montag studies with the group, bombers fly over the city and destroy the nuclear weapon. The war has ended the night it was declared. Montag and the Drifters survives the shockwave as they are far enough. The next day, Granger tells everyone about the myth of Phoenix, its infinite life cycle of death and rebirth. He compares humans to Phoenix, except humans remember their mistakes and can try to avoid them. The group then returns to the city to help rebuild civilization. Fahrenheit 451 was written by Ray Bradbury in 1953, depicting a dystopian society in which books are banned and people are numbed by the constant flow of easily accessible entertainment. Although initially written in 1953 to criticize the persecution of opposing ideas during the McCarthy era, Fahrenheit 451 is still relevant today in 2020.
In the information era, the lack of information is no longer the issue, and the overload of information becomes the new issue. We are occupied by videos, by games, by social media, our attention span ever decreasing, and less and less time is diverted to activities that require a long time dedication. The amount of information has increased, but has the quality of information increased? When we browse social media, are we really being entertained or are we just blindly responding to the stimulation of our senses? When we read the news, are we actually thinking on our own or are we just taking in others' opinions? One can so easily be consumed by the modern world. A new movie, a new game, a new show. There's endless stimulation to attract one's attention. We should really be asking ourselves, are we actually living or are we just repeating our actions?